Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So Dedeker and Jace, how are we doing today? I'm doing great. You're, you sound so chipper today. I know. I love it. Here I am, being chipper. Uh-huh. Is it because you're excited to find out what happens next? Well, we left off on some intense stuff going it's true. on. It's true. And we're here at the penultimate... Oh, episode whoa. Job. That's why I'm excited. Yeah, this is it. Just one more after this. Yeah, we've got this is like the home stretch here. Uh-huh. Almost. Yeah. We're leading into the home into stretch. The home stretch yes. And this is also going to be the last this will be the last week of two episodes a week. Oh. Uh, before we get back to Genesis and we're going to just be able to do one a week uh, until we hit our Patreon goal of right. 300 patrons. Okay. Wow. Jeez. So, yeah, a lot of things happening or wow. on the horizon here. Yep. In a few weeks. Um, Gosh. Okay. Well, so I guess just to answer the question of what we're reading real quick, because we're reading Job 38 and 39. Only two chapters. Yeah. They they are longer. Okay. On the longer side. But that's it. Yeah. Just two chapters Mm -hmm. this week. I don't know if we answered the question of how we're doing. Besides excited. I I said I'm great and excited. That's all you need to know. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to know. Um, Okay. So where we left off last time was when Elihu... Who I'm a big fan of. Yes, we right. know. Yeah. Dropped his knowledge about how expansive and amazing God is and how you can't understand. <laughs> right. And yeah. y'all were not on board. I mean, I'm on board with that part. I think it's cool. Okay. I'm he, just not on board with Elihu as a whole. Yeah, he just had some controversial things to say, a couple, and then also he had to talk about himself a lot. I mean, maybe not a lot, but the things that he said were like, look at how great I am. Well, yeah. Remember two episodes ago, he spent an entire episode just talking about... Exactly. <laughs> Good Lord, you know that's my type, apparently. Well, I know that. Oh, my past that's dating why Dedeker yeah. really likes this person. You want to take a depressing look into my past. Oh, dear. Maybe On this episode that's... of Drunk Dedeker's Dating <laughs> drunk... History. <laughs> oh, can we please not make that podcast? Yeah, maybe that's not the time right now. Uh... Let, let's instead look ahead. Uh-huh. And, uh, well... First, actually, I guess we're going to look behind and talk about what we read last time. It was all, yeah, that, that, just the Elihu stuff and how much yeah. I like him and how, how I was actually moved for the first time. Oh, yeah, you were. In our, our Bible study. Yeah. Well, what, what did we get out of what Elihu said? Exactly. So, what did we take away there? That, you know, God is a just God. Uh, he does punish people if they're wicked, but he gives them a chance to redeem themselves. Like that his punishment or his, causing bad things to happen to good people is a message or a sign of like, you got a chance to straighten up. And if you right. straighten up, then you'll be okay. But if you don't, then it's going to get worse. Probably. Yeah, most likely. And, and Emily, you had some issues with that. And so did I. Yeah. I mean, again, because the question is like, there are certain, it, not everybody is going to be born 
with the privilege that Job, for instance, has. And so what? Is that just like you're repenting for mm-hmm. sins of your parents or right. something? Right. Or we is got it... into sins of the fathers yeah. and how Jace is related to people who've maybe created some transphobic editions of the Bible. There you go. So Jace, what are you repenting for? <laughs> well, gosh, yeah. I mean, and how are you repenting? I mean, if we're going based off of what Elihu is saying, the fact that I was born as an American white man means my fathers did not sin at all. They were quite righteous. And so am I. But that's bull poop, as we as we clarify. I mean that's that that's what bugs me about Elihu is that Okay. We like we read that infographic thing that kind of tried to say that he's he's saying that the punishment is sort of for sins that we might do in the future Mm. to like build character and to keep us from doing those. But I don't think that's supported by what he actually said. I, and I also, I don't think you quoted that infographic thing correctly, but I'm not going to belabor the point. I I will. No, let's, let us please not, let us please not waste time belaboring the point. That's the thing. We have things to, we have things to read. Whoa. Look at all this. Oh my goodness. There's a lot of books. I'll I'll read it to you. Exactly. Wow. It's not, you said that he's, Talking about punishment being for future sin, which is not correct. Warning, uh, suffering may be a warning to avoid future a sin. A warning to avoid it, not that you're being... Because it builds character. Not that you're being punished well, preemptively for future sin. Okay, bad stuff is happening to you mm-hmm. for something that you may do in the no, future. No, 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 I, I, really I really take issue with you phrasing it that way, because I really don't think that's the way it's supposed to be taken. What, okay, tell me how it is supposed to be taken. I'm. I actually Elihu do want to sa- know. Elihu says that it's like if you're being punished, if you're suffering right now, it's probably because you did some kind of sinning, and it's a warning from God. Some kind of sinning again. Like I said, to straighten up, to stop sinning, to be righteous, and to not sin again in the future. Not like the way you're phrasing it makes it sound like God's preemptively punishing you for a future sin. So you're saying that what what he's saying <laughs> is that that. So this says suffering may be a warning to avoid future sin. You're saying what that means is you've definitely already sinned and God's maybe yes. making you suffer more than that's worth to keep you from doing it no, more. No, I did not. I no, I did not say that. Because look, think about the context of our story here. I'm sorry, Emily, do you want to say something? No, it's fine. I I just read it as as like, okay, you probably I know you person. I know you, Job. You're probably going to sin eventually. So I'm going to make a bunch of bad things happen to you so that you... It's a warning so that you maybe won't eventually. Or or just like, I'm going to punish you now because I know that you're going to do stuff later. And then I'll punish you again too. That's what I was See, saying. You know, that, that, took that, such you don't think that? You don't think two that? very different things. That is two very different things to uh, be like. This is a warning versus I'm punishing you for something you're going to do in the future. Well, that's that. You're making a bad thing happen to someone either way. It's just whether you call it a punishment or not. Uh-huh. Okay, it's I want to know same. what our theologian friends have I know. to say about okay. this. We'll just like attack you, our theologian friends with all these questions. Well, that's the thing. If you are a budding the- theologist. <laughs> I don't know what you say about it, but please write to us on Twitter and talk to us about I, what this actually means. I want to know what everyone has to say. People probably think that they know what the hell they're talking about. Just like we think that we know what the hell we're talking about. Exactly. Well, I don't know. This is just, 
we i know that i don't know what the hell i'm talking about so at the very least i'm just like well i don't know this is my interpretation well let me just tell the two of you that one uh, who has perfect wisdom uh, is among you uh, no i, I don't I, know about that I, I did want to say though that actually um for people who are supporting us on patreon like we were talking about before we are doing a uh, sort of a longer bonus episode speaking with a theologian about this uh, in in a little bit here. Um, so definitely check that out if that's something that you're interested in. Um, and that'll be at the at the $6 level on Patreon. How exciting. Yeah. Patreon.com slash Drunk Bible Study. But in the meantime, please debate this on Twitter and just tag Dedeker and everything. Oh my gosh. <laughs> what are we drinking? <laughs> I'll start. After all that. Because we won't fight about that. Um, yeah. Well, okay. Again, we're still unofficially sponsored by Sierra Nevada since we're still making our way through all the beers brought back from my hometown of Chico, California. They're unofficially sponsored by us because we mm, bought these. We did buy those beers lines. and we are wow. advertising for them. You're okay, welcome, so we are, Sierra Nevada. Yeah, unofficially sponsoring Sierra Nevada as though they need it. Um, so I'm drinking the Sierra Nevada Beer Camp White IPA with Yuzu. Which I want to go to beer camp. I know, right? Beer camp sounds great. So uh, I think once or, or maybe a couple times a year, Sierra Nevada will collaborate with other breweries uh, to make a new line of beer. And this one, they collaborated with Kiyuchi Brewery, which is a brewery based in Japan. And they Yay. make the Hitachino uh, White Ale and the line of Hitachino beers, which are really, really delicious. Are those really- the cat ones? Uh, no, they're not the cat ones. They have a little owl on them. Cute. Yeah, they're super cute and super tasty. Um, and so this is their collaboration beer, and it's quite tasty. It's not as heavy on the yuzu as I would like. I do love me some yuzu, but it is quite tasty, especially drinkable for me since I don't really like IPAs so much. For those of you out there saying, what the heck is yuzu? Yuzu Ruhanyu. It's not yuzu Ruhanyu. Definitely Mm-mm. not the figure skater, Yuzu Ruhanyu. See, I thought we were not going to fight about this. <laughs> but we're going to fight anyway. We're going right, to fight right, right. today. <laughs> all right. Uh, it's sort of a citrusy fruit. How would, yeah. would you describe it? Yeah, as it's kind of like... It's hard to describe. It's like a citrus, but no citrus you've ever tasted before. It's a unique taste. Yeah, I like would des- no citrus you've ever tasted before. <laughs> I would describe it as like somewhere in between like orange lemon and grapefruit mm. yeah but it's like yeah, somewhere it's like a in super citrus that sounds wonderful <laughs> i love it i love yuzu flavored everything like super i'm not as big a fan personally i don't understand it but what are you drinking uh i'm drinking um also another sierra nevada beer this is called tropical torpedo mm. which is a tropical ipa which basically has less hops so like less of that penny's taste and more tropical-ish. So also a little bit citrusy, oh, okay. actually. I got it. Like but more, lighter. More like maybe a little bit pineapple-y. I'm okay. not actually mm, sure what they say good. it is, but that's kind of what I get from it. Did it. Taste, it is quite refreshing for an IPA. They say mango, papaya, and passion fruit. Ooh. So none of those are pineapple. But <laughs> but yeah, like that kind of tropical-y okay. fruit nice. sweetness. Well, now I understand why after a few sips, I'm already starting to get a little buzzed <laughs> because this beer that I'm drinking, the same one that you drank last time. Oh, no. no. He drank the Hop Hunter last time. Oh, I'm having the Hoptimum. 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 Like Optimum Hoptimum. Tw- 2018 edition triple IPA. So this is like their special one just for this year. It's really good, but it's also 9.6% Ooh, alcohol. Oh, boy. Ooh, we just scared the cat. Yes. Um... <laughs> So I'm going to take this one a little slow. Okay, good plan. Yeah. But, yep. All right. Well, All right. along those same lines, I guess we should give our reminder. Yes. We want to remind everyone to don't take anything for granted. Read responsibly. 
And also drink responsibly. Yeah. And remember, you can always drink along with us or you can listen along with us in the car, on your way to work, on your commute. But please don't do both at the same time. Even if you're on a bus commuting, <laughs> don't whip out your beer. Unless you're in a country or a state that allows that, I guess. Like I guess. Louisiana. Louisiana. Yeah. yeah. All right. Or the Florida Keys. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Uh, Gosh, why don't we record this podcast in the Florida Key Largo? Because they're experiencing the red tide right now. I'm so sorry, oh. Florida. It's real smelly. Dang. It's a bad Not time. only that, I'm sorry, fish. Anyways, let's keep going. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, so we've elected Emily to oh, read man. everything. Oh man, this time. Wait, Do we have a title. I have a title. The Lord speaks. Wow, that's quite a title. Wow. Okay, it yeah. is. So we were we were right. You guessed it. That God's speaking now. One of you guessed it. I you think guessed I guessed it, it. I yeah. Yeah. I thought it was me. You guessed it. Everyone guessed it. We all it. guessed it. Okay. You Maybe both guessed it. I don't know who it was. Anyways. Okay. Then the Lord spoke to <laughs> Out of the storm. Apparently, there was a storm that we have not heard oh. about before. Wait a minute. Is this the storm? Was like Elihu. Oh, was he calling down was a he storm? Like, oh, that's the damn. thing. Was he concocting the storm? Was the storm Whoa. occurring as he was talking about it? Yeah, that's maybe. That's why he kept going back to the storm. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. Right. Kind of set so, the stage there. Exactly. The Lord said, Who is this that obscures my plans with words without knowledge? <laughs> <laughs> Brace yourself like a man. Oh, Oof. oh man! How about like a woman? Uh, I don't know how women or men brace themselves. I, I should know. probably figure that out. <laughs> yeah, probably. I will question you, and you shall answer me. Where were you when I laid the earth's foundation? Oh. Tell me if you understand. I mean, probably he wasn't born yet. No. Oh. Who marked off its dimensions? Surely you know. Gosh, God is really salty. Uh, yeah. Who stretched a measuring line across it? I really love this metaphor of like, when I marked off its dimensions and like, God's okay, laying like, out the measuring tape, be like, okay, mm, right, yep, Earth's yep, going to be okay, this far across. So make sure like, got it a nice right angle here. <laughs> exactly. He's got like a gigantic measuring tape. <laughs> yep. He's like gigantic up in the sky doing his, his measurements. Big, big protractor. We'll measure twice, cut once, <laughs> yep. as I always say. <laughs> I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> Surprised I got you. (laughs) Really? Really? I just had the picture of wearing a shirt that says measure twice, (laughs) cut once. I'm God. (laughs) I hope that somebody makes that shirt someday. Boy. All right. Uh, Okay. On what were its footings set or who laid its cornerstone? While the morning stars sang together and all the angles shouted no, for no, joy. Emily, Emily, oh, angels. Emily. You got, Not you angels. got two up in the protractor thing. Angels. Yeah, two into the whole carpent- goddess carpenter metaphor. Angels. The angels were shouting, not the angles. <laughs> oh, man. I do love, though, that my, my little brother, when he was quite young, would text me and would always misspell angel to be angle. Mm. And, like, if I, like, did something nice. How old was nice- your little brother when he was texting you? He wasn't texting. He was uh, aiming. Like, aiming. Oh. It was aim. And I, I think he was. Days. He was probably. 
five six what? no i know it's a whole different world for them kids Yeah, seriously to be aiming that young yeah but he uh he I was, was at least in middle school he yeah, I I forget, was in middle school high i forget school. what the context was but i did something nice for him and he was like my my angle. angle my angle my angle, You're my angle. Oh, that's oh, really cute that's really adorable wow oh. well i just did what your brother did <laughs> <laughs> well try, the, the, try that one again yes while the morning stars sang together and all the angels shouted for joy. Yeah, joy! joy. <laughs> Who shut up the sea behind doors when it burst forth from the womb? Oh. When I made the clouds its garment and wrapped it in thick darkness? When I fixed limits for it and set its doors and bars in place? I'm confused about God's I don't know. metaphor here. God's just like going to town, whatever. We're just going to let like, him do it. Even God's metaphors transcend human understanding. Exactly. I love it. No, I don't love it. I'm like, God, like, if you want us to, like, know what the hell you're talking about, then maybe, like, <laughs> talk about it in a way that we know what we're talking God, about. God, stop here. being a Terrence Malick film. Gosh. Don't even, this is don't a, even get no, Jay, don't not. even get Jay started, I okay? I won't. Okay. That'll be another fight. Yep. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> when I said, this far you may come and no farther... Here is where your proud waves halt. Okay, so the metaphor is about to like... To the ocean. Yeah, to the uh, ocean. Where God's like, I created no the further. ocean, which is amazing and expansive and vast, but I also and set some scary. limits. Some limits on the ocean where I'm like, no, nah, no, nah, you can't come farther than this. If you right. have a pathical... Lo- pet, pet. A pathological fear of water like Jace does. Yeah. I do not have a pathological yes, fear you of do. waters. Yes, you do. Mm. <laughs> He's like, I have a usual fear of water. <laughs> it is a totally normal, rational fear of water. Water is a thing that's actively trying to kill you all the time. So why would you go into it? Because you're 70% water. Exactly. It's no, what's made no, that's you. That's the thing. Water can be in me. I love drinking water. <laughs> but I should not be in water because it will kill me. That is, I that almost, is water's okay. sole purpose. And I think that's what God is getting at here. Okay. Remember water when water is freezing cold, then yes. And you jump into no, it's it not nakedly. It's freezing off cold. Of a, it's because it doesn't let you breathe and it wants you to drown. You know, you're like. I think God is on my side here. Because God is like, remember when that water came out, the oceans, and it, like wanted to kill all y'all, and I put the you doors know, you, and bars in place? You like breathed water when you were in the womb. Whoa. Just so you know, you started as a creature of the water. What? I don't like it. We all, that's how we all start is in salt water, basically. What? Our mother's wombs were water of salt. <laughs> okay, I think we need to move past okay, this. Okay, 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 okay. Sorry. Um, here we are. When I said, this far you may come and no farther, here is where your proud waves halt. Have you ever given orders to the morning? Shown the dawn its place? Because I have. I'm God. <laughs> that it yep. might take the earth by the edges and shake the wicked out of it? Ooh, I'm like shaking. Flood, I guess? Oh. No, but that's the no, morning the earth, or the dawn. I think that he's just like grabbing bo- the each side of the earth. And he's like, Grab wicked earth no by the horns. <laughs> and he's shaking the earth. Have you ever given? Oh, no, it's an earthquake. Yeah, but, but I'm kind of... Shake but, the wicked. So that destroys the wicked. Shaking the wicked out of it. <laughs> I guess if we're still going with this belief that wicked are always punished and killed, then I guess, yeah, like anyone who dies in an earthquake was wicked, according I to mean, that logic. Apparently, the Los Angeles earthquake is coming any day now, so... That's what they've been saying for 
ever. A hundred hundreds of years, and I'm gonna knock on wood. Yeah, I don't want it to happen right now. No, well, not right now. Hopefully, when you guys are in Tokyo and I'm in New York or something, I don't know. Yeah. Okay. okay. Keep going. Okay. The Earth takes shape like clay under a seal. It features stand out like those of a garment. Hmm. The oh, wick- okay. Beautiful. Some fashion. I'm like yeah. okay, cool. The wicked are denied their light, and their unpraised arm is broken. Upraised. Upraised. Oh. Upraised. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Upraised. What does that mean? Like the, oh, like, oh, like this. Like oh, okay. yeah. yeah. It's like <laughs> Hamilton. <laughs> broken. Yes. Okay. Exactly like that. <laughs> okay, we're losing the plot here. Yep. We gotta keep yep. going. Yep. We gotta yep. keep sorry, going. Sorry, this sorry. is God speaking. We should hey, be more reverent. This is what you guys no, you guys made me read this. Yeah. It's I love true. It. I love okay. it. It's true. Have you journeyed to the springs of the sea or walked in the recesses of the deep? Have the gates of death been shown to you? Have you seen the gates of the deepest darkness? Have you comprehended the vast expanses of the earth? Tell me if you know all this. Really calling Job out here. Yeah, seriously. Is he calling out Job? Probably 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 all of them. Yeah, probably all of them. Yeah, probably all. So Elihu is finally the one who pissed him off enough to <laughs> that's show up. Okay, that's finally. what I'm saying, though. That's what I'm saying. Is he just saying this to Elihu? Is he like, Elihu, just shut up? I think up. it's all of them. I think, I think it's, it's humankind in general. Okay. Yeah. What is the way to the abode of light? Wait, hang on. Sorry to interrupt again. I just had a, a stroke of inspiration that I feel like God's kind of trying to throw them off the scent here because I think he's finally like, okay. I cannot fess up to the fact that I dull this because of a bet. I need to oh like really confound them and confuse them and just be like, I don't need to explain myself. You don't understand me. There's no way you can comprehend what I'm doing. Like, no, like I think, like oh I think God's smoke screening right now. Oh boy, he's also gaslighting and gaslighting. Oh and my gosh. Okay. Gas. <laughs> oh boy. All right. Let's let's see where this goes. What is the way to the abode of light, and where does darkness reside? Can you take them to their places? Do you know their path, the paths to their dwellings? Who is he talking about? Who are they? Uh, where darkness dark resides and the abode of light. Yeah, oh. like where do darkness and light live? Oh, when they're okay. when they're not around. Okay. Surely you know, for you were already born. You have lived so many years. God's really sassy. Yeah, yeah. he's a sassy bassy. <laughs> don't even know what that means but all right he's a bass who's sassy okay, okay. got it <laughs> have you entered the storehouses of the snow or seen the storehouses of hail which i reserve for times of trouble for days of war and battle so god's like storing up snow and hail for... yeah is he, does he like well, throw it at people somewhere where does it all come from but he's like saving it specifically to make people's day which is already bad because there's war yeah. and a battle going on to yeah. make it even worse yeah Wow. You know it. God is an angry God. Mm. Yeah. We know that, though. What is the way to the place where the lightning is dispersed or the place where the east winds are scattered over the earth? I love that that Job and his friends and Elihu are probably, like, trembling. Yeah. And, like, out of their minds terrified right now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I just realized. Like, wait a minute, God is talking. <laughs> yeah. We've been having this debate for like days like, now, <laughs> and just like booming out of the sky. That's true. That's true. I guess there hasn't been a precedent for this that God's ever right. spoken to them, and so they're like, "Holy crap!" Yeah, exactly. 
Who cuts a channel for the torrents of rain and a path for the thunderstorm? A path for the thunderstorm. (laughs) To water a land where no one lives, an uninhabited desert. To satisfy a desolate wasteland and make it sprout with grass. Does the rain have a father? Who fathers the drops of dew? I'm assuming God. I guess, yeah. From whose womb comes the ice? Ugh, not mine. God's womb? I think God's. I think God's kind of being like, I transcend your mortal genders as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, all right. I I can get into that. All right, fine, God. (laughs) Who gives birth to the frost from the heavens? When the waters become hard as stone, when the surface of the deep is frozen... Can you bind the chains of the Pleiades? Did, did, I we, did right? we discover? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. Pleiades, did we look up what those like... were? Yeah, they had oh, yeah. different names for yeah. them. Oh, they were some stars. They yeah. were yes. some stars. constellations. Yeah. Yes, Got we know it. what the Pleiades are. Okay. Can you loosen Orion's belt? Also Ooh. a star system. <laughs> hey, and I mean, hey, Orion. Whoa, hey. hey. <laughs> Can you bring forth the constellations of their seasoner? Season, 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 season sore. Season sore. Se- what season, is that? Is that a real? Oh, word? This is just a missing space again. Can you oh. bring forth the constellations in their, their seasons, seasons, or I see? Can okay. you bring forth the constellations in their seasons, or lead out the bear with its cubs? Mm. Oh, cute. <laughs> Do you know the laws of the heavens? Can you set up God's dominion over the earth? Can you raise your voice to the clouds and cover yourself with a flood of water? Did you send the lightning bolts on their way? Do they report to you? Here we are. Here we are. Ready for duty. Here we are. <laughs> Reporting for duty, sir. Sparky, Sparky and Sparky Jr. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Who gives the Ibis wisdom? I, I, ibis. 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 Do you know what an what? Ibis is? No. It's like a beautiful bird. like a Kind of like a flamingo, but not quite. Oh, do they have a little crest? Uh, some of them maybe have crests. Mm. Uh, they usually they have like this long, curvy... Beak that comes down. Show me. Pull up a picture of an ibis. <gasps> All right, I'm Ooh, pulling up a picture a of an ibis. Oh yeah, there they are. They're kind of they white were... with like orange beakies. Oh yeah, Wait. didn't we saw a bunch of those in Hong Kong at the Hong Kong right. Zoo? All the so red they're, ibises. They're naturally white, but as they eat shrimps, they become pink or red. What? Because like, they, like flamingo. It's the yeah, same they, thing with flamingo. That flamingo right. are white, but their diet of shrimp makes them turn pink. Yeah, because they absorb the like. Uh, Emily's face is aghast that. right now. Yeah. You didn't Wait, learn that in elementary school? No, I didn't know that. I thought that they were just naturally pink. No, that's Diet, because man. Of what they eat. So if they don't eat shrimps, then they don't turn pink. Yeah. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. Were these birds around in Job's time? Obviously. Probably. Some kind of bird, like an ibis. Okay. Yeah. I'll yeah, believe that when I see it. You won't. <laughs> I don't even know how you would. You, I but... don't even understand what you mean by that. Wait. Who? Okay. This is... Who translated this? <laughs> All, there's a lot of missing spaces. Yes, in there this. are. Who, yeah. I don't think this is the translator, but probably whoever at whoever. Bible Study Tools. Wait, <laughs> Bible Study Tools. BibleStudyTools.com. BibleStudyTools.com. Please, everybody, right now, go to your computers, write a letter, and say, "Hey, Job chapter thirty-eight, and also what was it, thirty-seven? Yes, has some missing like, spaces. Whoa. Please Who, fix it yes. right now. Like whoever transcribed it over. Yeah, into exactly. This format yeah. Missed some spaces. Yeah, w- the editor did not catch these yes. things, no, even no. though it's very easy to catch. Well, but you know, there's a gigantic, lot of words. A gigantic book. The Bible and, is full of words, much like Elihu. Yes, full of hot air. <laughs> Jeez. Uh, 
Who gives the ibis wisdom or gives the rooster understanding? I don't think anyone gives the rooster understanding. Have you met a rooster understand? recently? Yeah. They don't understand much. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. No, that's not what they sound like. Who has the wisdom to count the clouds? Who can tip over the water jars of the heavens? When the dust becomes hard and the clods of earth stick together, do you hunt the prey for the lioness and satisfy the hunger of the lions when they crouch in their dens or lie in their weight in a thicket? Who provides food for the raven when its young cry out to God and wander about for lack of food? Wow. And that's, okay, that's it. the end of the chapter. Is wow, he just wow. saying, like, I do. I do. I, I, yeah, I think, I think I'm so. the one. I think he's trying to take them all down a peg of like, Go God. You can't answer for me. You don't even know me. I'm not here to make friends. Well, okay. So I actually am seeing a lot of parallels between how Elihu started out and how God's starting out. Oh, interesting. Of I'm going to spend a long time... Talking about how awesome I am. Well, yeah, kind of pointing out. And it's actually making me wonder if this may have been part of the oral tradition of the time of these stories of sort of like having sort of a long preamble leading up to the actual content. Mm. Just the fact that Elihu and God have both done a very long lead up to like, I'm going to tell you some stuff, right? Cause Elihu's whole thing I'm was like, to it. was like, I have wisdom. I promise I do. Even though you're old, I've waited. You gotta be quiet and listen, I'm going to tell you some stuff really though. I've got good stuff to tell you. And then I God promise. comes along and does a very similar thing. Yeah. Right? Of like, like, like God can do that. God can take well, yeah. whatever time he needs. I suppose that's true. I'm assuming because he's God. But Elihu, I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so this next chapter is a tiny bit shorter than than 39. All right, Emily, are you ready to continue as God? Yes, I'm, I'm God. Here we are. You are you sure? You don't have to if you're no, not. I got it. I got, got it. it. I okay. Got it. I got it. Okay. All right. I don't have any special thing here. It's just continuing. Yeah, the Lord speaks. Okay, the Lord is talking. Do you know when the mountain goats give birth? Do you know when the doe bears her fawn? Do you count the months till they bear? Do you know the time they give birth? It's funny, actually. I feel like Job would probably know these things. I feel like people at this time would... Probably no, I think he honestly. I think he would only know his own like sheep and goats, but probably not the doe, like the wild deer. Probably not the wild mountain goats. Yeah, He's not no. paying attention to when they give birth. Okay, all right, all right, true, fair, got it. They crouch down and bring forth their young. Their labor pains are ended. Their young thrive and grow strong in the wilds. They leave and do not return. Who let the wild donkey go free? <laughs> woof, 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 woof. Oh, wait, I mean, wait, what's on the donkey's neck? Who let the wild donkey go free? No, that's Yee-haw. really, okay. Yee-haw. That's really Yee-haw. bad. Yee-haw. Yep, uh, okay, not good um, at all. <laughs> who untied its ropes? I've, honestly, oh gosh, I feel like that really aged us. Yeah, that's true. <sighs> All the all the kids listening to this show are Sorry, like, kids. I don't know what those like, what? weirdos just went on about. Sorry, kids. We are older than you are. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. okay. Who untied its ropes, Emily? Who knows? I gave it the wasteland as its home, the salt flats as its habitat. Oh. 
It laughs at the commotion in town. Hee-haw, hee-haw, hee-haw. <laughs> it does not hear a driver shout. Mm. Mm. It ranges the hills for its pasture and searches for any green thing. Will the wild ox consent to serve you? Mm. It's got to give its consent, guys. Oh, that's true. That's the God's first mention of consent. consent. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate that, God. Will it stay by your manger at night? Can you hold it to the furrow with a harness? Will it till the valleys behind you? Okay, so I'm going to jump in because it's like, okay, what is he going on about here? Is it about like, you can't even control wild animals, you know? like I do that. Exactly. Like even wild animals, you have a hard time controlling and like they are outside of your range of comprehension. Oh, Maybe he's just saying like, I do all of this. I do the ox. I do the doe. I do the donkey. I do everything. Mm. I, I, I oh, don't know. God. It seems like he's trying to give them a sense of perspective, I suppose, about how like the whole world operates without you, and like I keep the whole world moving. Yeah, yeah. you know all uh, yeah, these I elaborate agree. things. Yeah. yeah, okay. But it's yeah. God. God's kind of again just being like the world is so much bigger than you know. Yes, actually, yeah. it reminds me a little bit of. Did you guys ever see the episode of Family Guy? where they're doing a parody about um, American Beauty, where he's like got the camcorder Probably, and he's yes. filming the like plastic bag <laughs> oh, yes, in a little course. tornado. He's like, and he's like, wow, so it's like beautiful. a sign of God. And then God shows up and is like, really? That? That's a sign of me? Like, do you have any idea how complicated the circulatory system yes, is? Like, yes. this is just a bag blowing in some wind. Like, I feel like it's a little bit like that, actually. Yeah, I could see that. I where God's that. like... Do you have any concept of how much goes on that doesn't involve you, self-centered people? Right, yeah. That's true. Uh, okay, can you hold to the can you hold it to the furrow with a harness? Mm. Will it till the valleys behind you? Will you rely on it for its great strength? Will you leave your heavy work to it? Can you trust it to haul in your grain and bring it to your threshing floor? The wings of the ostrich flap joyfully. <laughs> I really wish. I know we decided not to do video for this podcast, but sometimes I wish we could just have a camera on Emily because She's she really acting acts all this out. Everything yeah. I am. Out. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I love this ostrich flapping joyfully. <laughs> Though they cannot compare with the wings and feathers of the stork. God making burn comparisons. On ostrich. <laughs> I know. Can I, I mean, drink to a sick burn on ostriches. I mean, ostriches have like good things about them too. Mm-hmm. I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but their wings cannot compare with the wings and feathers of the stork. Everyone knows that. They have very large eggs. Yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. Oh, we're going to talk about her eggs. Yeah. <laughs> she lays her eggs on the ground and lets them warm in the sand, unmindful that a foot might crush them, that some wild animal may trample them. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. That's awkward. She treats her young harshly, oh. as if they were not hers. She cares not that her labor was in vain, for God did not endow her with wisdom or give her a share of good sense. Okay, so he's basically saying, God's like, yeah. That ostrich is, is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> dumbest thing on two know, legs. Exactly. It is on two legs. It doesn't know how to, like, fly. It doesn't know how to take care of its young. It flaps joyfully. That's it. It's the I, only good thing going for it. I do love it, though, that God just, like, is kind of doing this whole, like, putting the humans in their place. And then has a little aside, though, but, like... But have you seen how dumb the ostrich is? 
Because I did not give no wisdom to that <laughs> no, thing. No, I, like, it but doesn't have a lick plan. of wisdom. He's like, no, 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 I planned for the ostrich right, right. to not be smart. Like, yeah. I oh. knew. I know. Like, this is, this is all part of my plan. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. <laughs> Yet when she spreads her feathers to run, she laughs at horse and rider. So that, okay, that's, oh, but he's like, okay, she's, she's, she's not the brightest crayon in the box, but she's real fast. Yeah. Mm. I guess she is. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's cool. Ostriches can run pretty fast. Did you give the horse its strength or clothe? Clothe? Clothe. 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 Uh-huh. Did you give the horse its strength or clothe its neck with a flowing mane? Did you make it leap like a locust, striking terror with its proud snorting? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have never been terrorized by a horse's snort. Well, but if That's, a horse was leaping at me and snorting at the same time, I'd be pretty terrorized. I guess so, yes. That's funny, though, because I feel like I'm terrorized by horses existing at all near me. <laughs> really? You have ridden a horse. No, I know, because your mom taught me how to ride a horse. But, like, yes, part of what she taught me was, like, you should be terrified of this horse. Yes, I know. But this I thought you were supposed to not be terrified than you because and the can horse rip can... You limb from limb. The horse can, can feel that you're terrified. So yes, you they can too terrified. They can smell fear, but it's mostly just, like, you know, have an understanding and... A respect. A respect, for this, but this also giant don't be freaking tar- nervous and neurotic around this horse. Yeah, no. I did, all, I did all right riding it. Yeah. Your mom's a good teacher, Emily. Yeah, yeah she is. She's... You know, that was kind of like when I when I had to learn how to drive for my mother. Be Ooh. terrified of this car. <laughs> car can smell fear. <laughs> this car can kill you. My stepdad, very similar yes. in my driving training as a kid, was like, be terrified, you will die in this car. <laughs> Not now, quite, but, and then, but yeah. Now go. Now go. Oh, see, that Good was luck. more how my now mom... Go. You screwed it up. Exactly. Well, and I was learning to drive stick shift at the same time, oh, so it was extra fun. Oh, see, that's more how my mom handled the sex talk with me. You're gonna die. You <laughs> will die if you have sex. No more. I don't. It was more along the lines of like, boys are stupid. And they only want one thing: sex. Uh, classic. Yeah. 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 Uh, anyway, let's get back to the text, shall we? Okay. <laughs> okay. Twenty-one, verse twenty-one. Yes, it paws fiercely, rejoicing in its strength, and charges into the fray. So these are like battle horses. Yeah, yeah, yeah some okay. badass horses, like that play that we saw. War, War horse. horse. That's that the play. one. We yes. did say that. It laughs at fear, afraid of nothing. It does not shy away from the sword. The quiver rattles against its side, along with the flashing spear and lance. In frenzied excitement, it eats up the ground. It cannot stand still when the trumpet sounds. At the blast of the trumpet, it snorts, Aha! (laughs) It catches the scent of the battle from afar. The shout of commanders and the battle cry. Okay, I... Wow, I guess I haven't it, Googled like, this yet, but like, has anyone done any kind of study about the psychology of actual war horses? Because I don't feel like war horses would actually be very excited. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I think he's, I think he's kind of projecting some human valor and excitement about war onto these onto horses. The horse? I'm pretty sure they're pretty mm. freaked out. I would imagine. I yeah. feel like it'd be much more of like an adrenaline thing, like with a fight the horse. or flight. Like I'm gonna yeah. die if I don't do the thing I'm I have Being, to do. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I mean, although, okay, to like in, in God's defense here, God is speaking to humans who are into using horses for warfare, which also I have learned was... The, Even at this point? The tribes who developed 
horse riding had a significant advantage amongst the tribes that didn't. Well, yeah. And so that was a big part of like who conquered and like who won out. And that actually later on, uh, there was also kind of uh, the invention. I don't know where this fits in with this timeline, but the invention of the stirrup specifically. Oh, interesting. Was this major revolution. So that you could like stand up like hands free and exactly and it's slice the, you a, could finally slice a fool. you could finally stand on a horse or and use a both of your hands for yeah. a weapon and a shield and you couldn't do that before you had a stirrup i guess no. it, i guess it would be a pretty big advancement like if you could train horses to even go into battle at all in right. the first oh, place sure. yeah. that, that'd be pretty intimidating yeah 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 so anyway again like going back to to talking about them mentioning bronze and stuff that it that, that part of this and i would credit god to being like god is through the Bible, I think we will see God tends to be very good at speaking to his audience where they are, right? Like we, we talk about this when we talk about relationships, like meet people where they are and then talk to them rather than being like, here's a whole thing outside of your understanding. Okay. So God's yeah. being good at that, right? He's saying like, I'll give you some perspective you understand because your tribes maybe are the ones who understand using horses Yeah. and that's been a big advantage to you. But like, Hey, are you controlling the horses? No, that's me. Uh, ideally, like the humans are directing the horses, You're directing them. The but God's the way. one who made them do that. God's the one who makes them snort and say, "Aha!" <laughs> Fine, okay. So, all right, twenty-six. We're almost Wait, there. Hey, no, sorry, sorry. Oh. I'm. <laughs> I know we're almost there, but I really am curious about the translations of that "aha" moment. I really okay, want to know like, what right. the Message yeah, Bible that's, says that's about that. Good. All right, that's verse 25, right? Yes. Correct. The good news says, At each blast of the trumpet they snort. They can smell a battle before they get near, and they hear the officers shouting commands. Uh, Interesting. Boring, boring, boring. boring, boring. Uh, what else we got? The message. At the sound of the trumpet, he neighs mightily, <laughs> smelling the excitement of battle from a long way off, catching the rolling thunder of the war cries. Oh, okay. It's just a lot of glorifying war. War, yeah. Again, I feel like God just speaking to his audience, mm-hmm. you know. Who are, are these super people, into that? Yeah, I'm like, are these people super into war? Is that like... Well, they yeah. probably had wait, Just to... wait till we read some more right, of the yeah. Old Testament. These guys freaking love war. They love warring. war more than anything else. Oh, yeah. Well, that's nice for them. Okay. That's, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Continue, please. Oh, all right. I get to continue. Yeah, Good. we're almost at the end. Yes, I know. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've been saying. <laughs> Okay. At the blast of the trumpet, it snorts, aha! It catches the scent of battle from afar, the shout of commanders and the battle cry. Does the hawk take flight by your wisdom and spread its wings toward the south? Does the eagle soar at your command and build its nest on high? It dwells on a cliff and stays there at night. A rocky crag is its stronghold. From there it looks for food. Its eyes detect it from afar. Its young ones feast on blood. And where the slain are, there it is. Jeez. Whoa. That sounds more right? like a vulture than an eagle. It does. Yeah, uh, the hawk. Oh, the hawk. Right, he talked about a hawk. Oh, and then the eagle. Yeah. He so about it's both. unclear which one he's talking about. I don't know what he's talking about. Wow. Okay, so. That happened. <laughs> what's God said so far? Not very much. Huh? Nope. Nope. It's. I, I think it. I honestly. I'm still sticking to my theory that God smokescreening of like, 
Uh, you, can't, you can't pin me down. You can't try to find an explanation for why I did this, even though there is an explanation, and it is that I took a bet. Um, but, like, I'm amazing, and I'm awesome, and you can't even fathom me, and I handle all these things. So, like, it's really ridiculous that all of you are here trying to debate, like, you actually know what's going on in my head, which you don't. It's like, you don't know me. And I'm going to talk about ostriches and horses and hawks and everything eagles and yeah yeah because like they don't question me because they're animals Mm -hmm. is it sort of like a like a you're debating over something that i did right now but like you're so ungrateful because there's all these things i do for you you know kind of like the 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 stereotypical like husband you know in the like 50s marriage who's like Ew. done something shitty to his wife and she's upset about it and he's like don't you even understand all the things i provide for you like this house you live under Just, and that this made me really you. uncomfortable no okay. i know but if i'm that's saying the case, like then like by god i was i wanted to try to interpret a little bit more positively than that maybe not that smoke screening is more positive but i don't think not. you're being any more positive yeah, probably not it. well okay what do we think is going to happen next because next is this literally is the last I mean, well, like, God's probably just going to keep talking and then be like, oh, and Job, uh, you're good. You're a good, man. Sorry. Sorry. We're we're fine. Bye. I think they're all just like. And maybe Satan will make another appearance. Oh, yeah, and be maybe. Like, I am Satan, 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 Satan. <laughs> well, look, to give you a little bit of a hint, okay. next next week or next, I guess, half week is three chapters again. Okay. Okay. So in those three chapters. I don't think. Job I think God's going to keep talking. Anymore? You think God's going to keep talking? I think God's going to keep talking. Yeah, I think all, like, Job and Elihu and all the friends probably have the Jesus scared out of them at this point. And they're just, like, slack-jawed, like, oh, my yeah. goodness. But I think that based on Elihu, who did, like, a whole lot of lead-up and then said a thing, I think God's doing the same thing. Okay. Right? I think there's going to be, this is the lead-up, and then next time, God's going to finally say the thing. And then I think there will maybe be one chapter of, like... Denouement. Right of like mm. wrap up mm-hmm. and like okay okay Job here's sorry sorry bro sorry and because Satan's like all right fine you win and then God's like okay I can stop having him suffer I don't know what do you yeah. what do you think <laughs> sure but I think we're I think we're gonna get more God talking okay. I think he's gonna get to a point okay he hasn't God's gonna yet. get to it. no he ha- is he I I, I, I think he's been he's just been like yeah you don't understand me you don't know me you don't get you don't know you me don't get all the stuff I do how much I provide for you. Maybe like ungrateful children. Maybe it's more like mm. that rather than the wife and the husband. I apologize if that was triggering for anybody. But like the children and the dad, you okay. know, and the, the kids are upset about something the dad did. And maybe the dad feels bad because he did it, mm. but is like being defensive. And so he's like, you don't like this whole house. You know, this the house that you sleep under and the fact that you get to eat at the all. The house that you sleep under to keeping the kids in the basement. Yes. No, like the roof you sleep under. Jeez. Okay, fine. All right, we're, we got it. All right. Yeah. Well, I guess tune in in a few days. The last chapter of Job. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more drunk Bible study, including bonus episodes, new series, guest interviews, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunk Bible study. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Bible Cast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. 
Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. The theme song for the Book of Job is Agnus Dei X by Kevin MacLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. I made a memory about your day.